It's Barely in Topic, a podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. Hey, podcast listeners. It's VA. I'm doing a solo thing right now. As you can tell, we didn't have a show this past week, mostly because Jeff was sick and I was super stressed out over the weekend, so we decided not to record something. Wouldn't have been our best show. You know how it is. But seeing as it's going to be a long time since we actually will record a show, I thought I'd sit here in my living room on this blustery December 21st afternoon. It's raining. It's 61 as it is on winter solstice. You know how it is. And I thought I would just have a little bit of a show for you. It's not going to be very interesting. You can insert your own heavy sighs from Jeff or his, you know, his being flustered or whatever talk that Tim wants to have about the Bucks or the Red Sox in there if you want. But I'm going to keep it straightforward and short. Woohoo! Hopefully we'll be recording something in the new year. I don't know. Anyway, we're going to try this out. Let's see how this works. You may like it. You may like it better. You may not like it. You might think it sucks. Anyway, let's talk about what happened with the Bruins this week. Wow, that was big. Friday, last week, that was a week from today, so that was the 14th, they lost to Pittsburgh. The most notable thing about that game was that Brandon Carlo scored his first goal in 15,000 games. Okay, it wasn't 15,000 games, but it was like 116 or 17 games. That's a very long time. I get it. He was out for a little bit because he broke his ankle and all of that. But still, can you think of anybody who's like snake bitten on the whole scoring goals thing? Uh, probably more. Anyway, the next game was Sunday against Buffalo at home. And they lost that game too because Buffalo is the real deal. They're competitive. They're currently in the third slot in the Atlantic. They're going to make the playoffs. Good for them. Good to have another competitive team. I have to say, though, I think the reason why Buffalo's doing better this year and maybe, say, I don't know, the Habs are still in the playoff structure is because Florida has failed to complete their end of the bargain. So, but we're not talking about uh, Florida. Who cares? It's not a podcast about the Florida Panthers. It's about the Boss Bruins. So we're going to move on to the best game that has ever been played this week. It was in Montreal. It was a win. Oh my God, it was a beautiful win. I heard someone describe it as an ice cream sundae, basically. So wonderful. Bruins won 4-0 against Montreal. As I said, in Montreal, the Habs can suck it. We can say that. Uh, Now the the Bruins lead that series 2-1. There's one more game that's going to be played next month. I think it's like the 12th through the 14th. I don't care. Bruins will probably win that one too. And let's just get rid of the stinky Habs. Now, what was great about that Montreal game, besides the fact that they won for nothing and they made them look like fools, old friend Colby Cave. You know Cave. He's been around for a little while. He's only actually played in 16 NHL games, but he got his first NHL goal. It was very, very exciting. Super exciting. 
your other scorers in that game were Nordstrom, Swedish guy, Krejci, who is racking up some points, like, and actually scoring some goals on that top line. We should talk about that in a little bit. And Marshy, because it's always good to get Marshy in on the action. Okay, and last night, Bruins took on Anaheim at home. They won that game. It was great. They won 3-1. to one. You had goals from Pasta Krug and Krejci. Krejci, 600th point last night. Again, we'd have to wonder how many he'd have if he played in a system that wasn't closed for so long. But, you know, 600 points, nothing to slouch at. And it was the first win the Bruins have had against Anaheim in 10 straight games. They lost the other nine. So this is fantastic. So good. So glad. What do you think about that, Vegas? She's on the couch and she's snoring. I apologize if everything's a little bit noisier than normal. It's just, I decided to be in my living room instead of upstairs in my office. You know, comfort counts. Anyway, let's talk about that top line real quick. I'm sure we're going to discuss this a lot more in a lot more depth when, when, I, when the other two are around. But in the meantime, it's going to be a really hard argument to make to take Krejci off that top line since it seems Krejci, while he does assist a lot, he he's not in on the goal scoring action as much when he has to take a couple of younger players along for the ride. Uh, we're counting on them to be able to score and drive the, the secondary scoring, or he's got to drive the secondary scoring, and and maybe that's misguided. Now I know that Jeff said this to uh, us in in a private chat a couple of weeks ago when Krejci actually did make it to the top line. And I didn't want to hear anything about it because I can't live in a world where Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron are not on the top line together. Like that bromance has to continue, but I guess it's going to have to maybe take a break or something because this top line is working really well. That's all I have to say about that. We'll say more about it later. Um, It's going to be really interesting because in the news of this week... We found out that Patrice Bergeron is expected back this weekend. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? Uh, it's been such a long time. Such such a long time since he was knocked out of the game. But I'm glad to hear it. Uh, there had been some rumors that he wasn't going to make it back because of his shoulder injury. And those rumors were unfounded. Uh, I mean, seriously, I read it on Days of Yore on Facebook. And then I went to go look for sources and... There was nothing there except for something from complete hockey news. And what is that? Anyway, Patrice is going to be back this weekend. I don't know if it's going to be Saturday. I don't know if it's going to be Sunday. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be so exciting. Also, back to practicing, we have Chara and Miller. They're back practicing with non-contact jerseys right now. Um... What's interesting was it was noted that Chara didn't have a non-contact jersey because they didn't have one that fit him. But still, I think you can figure him out. You can kind of see him on the ice. You know who he is. You know not to bump into him. Yeah, so so Chara, Miller, back practicing. That's awesome. Jake DeBrusque, they finally acknowledged had a concussion. And Urho Vakanainen, they're both skating at practice non-contact jerseys as well 
it's good that they're both coming back, but it's also great that they have the time to heal. You know what? It's just good to, to just take as long as you, you need for those. And Uro's been out for a long time. It'll be interesting to see what happens with him if he'll probably get sent back down to Providence once he fully recovers. But still, you know, we were 3-0 in the Jamel Smith era. But unfortunately, this week, after being sat for a couple of games, he was placed on waivers and he cleared. So now he's down in Providence. So that's not a terrible thing. He's got a team for the holidays. Maybe we'll see him again in the future. Who knows? Okay, so um, I did want to address one thing. Okay, so uh, this week, Jordan Ferraro tweeted at me to clarify why Matt Grizzlick got an extra misconduct the other week when he compiled like 33 minutes of, of penalties. Grizz got an extra misconduct during that Toronto game for equipment violation. Apparently, got into a fight, got jerseyed, the strap came off in the back, and that's why you got the extra offsetting penalty. It's been such a long time since I've even seen that happen, like a penalty for that, that I even forgot that it was a penalty. So there we go. It's all cleared up. Um, our friend Mandy also pointed that out too. So that's cool. Now, let's see what's going on for this week. Let me get my calendar. Okay, on Saturday... At the Garden at 1 p.m., huge Manatee game. Nashville's coming in. You know, old friend P.K. Subban, the dreamy Roman Yossi. I can't wait to be there. It's going to be so exciting. Of course I'm going to go see that game. Come on. What kind of heathen do you think I am? On Sunday, another one of those strange times for a game. The Bruins are going to be down in Carolina for 5 p.m. start against the Carolina Whaler Canes. Oh, yes, they're going to be wearing, wearing the Whalers stuff. Brass Bonanza is going to be their goal song. Hopefully we don't hear it, but, you know, there you go. That's how that's going to be. Then they're going to have a break for Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday for Christmas. And we'll be back in action on Thursday, the 27th, against the New Jersey Devils at home at the TU Garden at 7 p.m. And then after that, on Saturday, they'll be in Buffalo for a 7 p.m. start. And that should be an interesting game. Hopefully the, the Bruins with Patrice Bergeron and maybe, I don't know, maybe Zidane O'Chara. Maybe Kevin Miller. We'll see. Maybe that team will be a lot better against the Sabres than this past week. Then, of course, Tuesday, January 1st, which is New Year's Day, the Boston Bruins are taking on the Chicago Blackhawks in the Winter Classic at Notre Dame Stadium at 1 p.m. 1 p.m. Did you see that they have those pucks that have that paint that was devised by PPG Paints, where the puck will turn purple, the, the paint on the, on the puck will turn purple when it becomes too warm, and there's this whole bunch of stuff that you can read about how when a puck becomes warm, it doesn't slide on the ice very well. You know, the, the warmth creates more friction and that creates bad hockey. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. And just in case we don't record by then, uh, let's just wrap up that week. Thursday the 3rd, the Bruins will take on Calgary at TD Garden at 7 p.m. And son, uh, uh, that's Saturday. 
Saturday, January 5th, at the TD Garden. Bruins will take on Buffalo again. That'll be the third game in the series at 7 p.m. So that's what you have to look forward to in games. I guess now I have to do this thing that's so hard for me. I don't think I have anything else I have to say. Okay, here we go. Ready? You've been listening to Barely on Topic. If you enjoyed the show, that's great. Tell us about it. Rate us somewhere. That'll be fantastic. You can find us on our primary home on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Play, just pretty much anywhere that you can think to listen to podcasts. There you go. Of course, you can find us on the web in various places. You can find us on Facebook at Berlin Topic Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Berlin Topic. You can find me on Twitter at VA from RI. You can find Jeff at Dr. Hand Grenade, and Hand Grenade is spelled differently with an A I D, you know. Uh, you can find Tim at uh, at Tim Richardson or Tim A. Richardson, I think, on Twitter. It's something like that. <laughs> Why am I supposed to know this? It's like knowing phone numbers. I don't know those either. Everything's in your phone. You'll figure it out. It'll be fine. And of course, they weren't on this week, but you can still contact them. They they love it when people just say hi to them or something. And hey, you can wish Doc a happy birthday because he just turned Carl Soderberg years old. So that's fantastic. I want to thank everybody for listening for to us again this season and in this calendar year. I hope that your holidays are fantastic. Uh, whichever holidays you decide to celebrate. Festivus must be coming up sometime soon. That would be really fun. Ah, maybe we'll record something. Anyway, whatever holidays you choose to celebrate, make them great. And we'll see you in the new year. Bye. Say bye, Vegas. Wait a minute, I didn't hear you. That a girl.